Welcome to Parks and Rec episode 128. That's wild. Let's pause. Let's pause and think about that for a second. We'll reflect on all of the episodes beforehand. Maybe do a quick little count. No, no, no. We'll just keep going. We'll keep going. <laughs> this is season seven, episode eight. Ms. Ludgate Dwyer goes to Washington. One of the longest titles of any Parks and Rec episode. Of anything ever. Directed by Morgan Sackett. Written by Dave King. Original air date, February 10th, 2015. I'm Joey. I'm Haley. I'm Sean. And Sean, I have wings stuck in my gums. You have wings stuck in your gums. What kind of wings? Hot and lemon pepper. Mm. Those are two different types of wings, not hot lemon Mm -mm. and pepper. I mean, like hot buffalo. I see. I see. Okay. Well, Pluckers had spicy lemon pepper, but I didn't order Pluckers because they no longer deliver the one next to me. So it's wing stop wings stuck in my teeth. Would you rather it were Plucker wings stuck in your teeth? Um, I mean, both are fine. It was just, you know, I was craving pluckers. I was like, but I don't feel like driving. And they don't deliver. Well, I get a free birthday meal this week if we want to hit it up. Maybe on Wednesday. Maybe just for you. Oh, okay. (laughs) We'll go in support of you and not eat. Okay. And we'll watch. We'll watch your chew and joy. We'll get them to sing. You know what? That will be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I've said it once. I've said it a hundred times. I love being watched while I eat. Also, yeah. while I drink. And we all have some fancy, fancy drinks today in celebration of this momentous episode. Haley, what do you have over there? It looks like a bottle. It It is a bottle. Your eyes do not deceive you. Oh, my. So this is the Moonstone Coconut Lemongrass Nagori Sake. Sake? Sake? How do we interchangeable? Interchangeable, perfect, and it's infused craft sake. Uh, and it's we got this at uh, Madame Mams when we got some Thai food the other day, and it's pretty tasty. They had another flavor that we were gonna try as well, but it was sold out. So when Joey got there, they said, "Sorry, sir, we are sold out of this flavor. Would you like two? coconut lemongrass and he said okay they actually called me on the way i was ill prepared i was in the middle of cussing out another driver and changing lanes and i threw on the old bluetooth and said hello and they said your order's been ready for one minute please get here also we don't have the drink that you ordered yeah joey did wait forever to go get it i was like can you please i've like i was so hungry for so long meditating to calm down like I was like, oh, are you hu-? like two hours before this? I was like, hey, are you hungry? Like I'm, I'm getting pretty hungry. And then two hours later, he was like, yeah. And I was like, we should get some Thai food maybe. And he was like, great. And we put the order in, and they were like, it's Thai food, so it'll be ready in 15 minutes. And then 20 minutes later, Joey got in the car, and I was like, oh, okay, all right, one of these days. But then we had this, and it was tasty. Well, I'm drinking from a brewery that is not named after Haley. It's Friends and Allies Brewing right here in ATX, the Springdale White Ale. You any, could, I could be an ally. Any time there's a bear on my beer can, I'm very excited about it. This one gives you the benefit of having two small bear and a mama bear. Or just a larger bear next to it. Could just be forced perspective. They might even be the same size bear. But no. it's delightful. It's a nice simple can, otherwise a little white and blue action almost like a a unc baby blue but a little more tealish don't know what the exact combination of f's and numbers i don't know that you'd find on photoshop would be well squint harder and you'll see some baby blue sean what do you have over there i have a drink that is not great but it's by the odd side and it is uh the taste of fruit punch hard seltzer zero carbs Zero sugar, 100% gluten-free, 5% alcohol by volume, 110 calories, and it's, yeah. Yeah, can it be the taste <laughs> of fruit punch if it doesn't have any sugar? And it's meh. <laughs> nope, yep, doesn't taste like fruit punch. Dang but, uh, it. It's I okay. want to hear more of Sean smacking his lips. 
throughout what this episode. You, Can't wait for that. If you just like imagine fruit punch, then does it taste more like it? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me try. Let me try. <laughs> no, I tried. I tried. It didn't work. Ah, uh, okay. Well, if you haven't been fully frightened away yet by our ASMR. <laughs> We're going to hop into trivia where, Sean, you are only down by one. You're down four to three. And a lot happened in this episode. So the trivia is going to, eh, maybe not a lot I mean, happened, but there's a lot of guest appearances. I don't know what we can So say. I hope you were paying attention because trivia wasn't. is going to come hard. It's going to come fast. You're familiar with that, Sean. As a reminder, I'll ask each of you three questions. Unfortunately, I am. <laughs> and... Uh, if you don't know the answer, the other person gets a chance to steal. That's actually how Sean won last game, I think. Maybe not. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. But in any case, we're going to ask each of you three questions. Sean, your first question. I'm also going to tell you these first two questions are very niche and difficult, so you'll probably get them wrong. But Sick. believe and you can achieve. Sean, your first question. According to April, this is in the cold open, what are national parks perfect for? Leslie's oh. giving her a little test. Oh, oh no, natural parks. Is this, oh no. Uh, natural parks are great for, uh, um, uh, yeah. rituals with the uh, Ouija board. That is incorrect. Haley, your chance to steal. I don't know if it's incorrect, but it's not mentioned in the episode. Um, I don't know the answer either, so I'm going to go with hiking and burying bodies. No, it's full moon werewolf transformation. Son of a bitch. I literally was going to say werewolves. Ooh, I, why didn't I just go with your it? Gut, but you know what? You've got your first question now, so you can maybe get, get back into things. Answer is not werewolves. I'll give you that much. Mm, we'll see. <laughs> ben mentions that he has to change the subject whenever Leslie brings up April's name and talk until she gets bored about it. And so April says, oh, so you talk for one second. What is Ben talking about? Oh, oh, I remember it happening, but I don't watch the show and I don't remember what it is. It's, oh, mm, it's not werewolves. He's re He wasn't lying. <laughs> uh, can confirm. Shoot. I remember this whole scene and I was like, oh yeah, that's a show I've heard of but never have watched. I didn't know it was a show. I think it's a show. You're the best. That's not no, it's not that. It's uh shoot. Tomb Raider. <laughs> Incorrect. Sean, for the chance to steal. Just guess any show. You have a chance. But not Tomb Raider, because that's wrong. Well, it's also not a show. Uh <laughs> uh any show that show that I mean, for me it would be the office. But um, that is not the answer here. That would be funny if that's what it was. The show that they talk about is 60 Minutes. Mm -mm. No, it's the Twin Peaks reboot. Oh. Yes, it is. Love me some David Chase. I actually don't know. If he's I don't. I have no that. idea what Twin Peaks is. <laughs> I think I just made that up. It's a show everyone tells you you should watch. Like, and I I've think heard it's pretty, of the show. I think it's uh, two seasons. Oh, it's David Lynch. That's who the director is. Not... Not David Chase, that's Sopranos. I'm like, are they talking about the restaurant? And then I'm like, oh, there's also a show. It takes me a minute to realize like that's the name of an actual show. It's like it's supposed to be like a more upscale Hooters, right? I wouldn't say upscale. Yeah, but they're wearing they're wearing plaid. Yeah, I don't know if I'd say Well, upscale. it's like more of a steakhouse, right? Big or draw no? though, those frozen no. beer mugs. Frosted. Is it not a steakhouse? I don't know. It's like I've it's never a been there. It's a Chili's with uh with boobs. Yeah. Got it. With lumberjack and a lot of flannel, yeah. One time I was at a Chili's with my family, and we were looking. We were fully eavesdropping on this other people that were like catty corner, but two tables away. And it was like this dad and daughter, maybe, who were passing by, and they ran into some people they knew. And the girl was probably thirteen or fourteen, and the guy at this table would not stop staring at her chest. And I was like, "You're so fucking inappropriate, guy." Um, so that's what this conversation reminded me of. Yeah, it was real gross. And it was clearly like the dad's friend and the daughter had like grown up knowing him her whole life. And we're like, sir, please. 
Yeah. That's real gross. It is. Well, Sean, your second question. <laughs> what do April and Leslie's shirts say for the plane ride to Washington, D.C.? District uh, of Columbia. What do they say? Um, they, they're red. They have like a little circle logo. Very good, very good. Um, uh, nope, Ludgate 2020. Unfortunately, not Haley pointing at her microphone like she knows the answer. I pointed at the microphone like, did he get it? Because I don't oh, no. know the answer. <laughs> Certainly did. Um, not even a single word correct. Okay, well, is it Ludgate for the win? Touch <laughs> you didn't have a single word correct oh, when he said Ludgate. Okay, hold on. Then no, I'm no, going to no. re-guess because no, no, I didn't You guessed hear that. Ludgate for the win. April is a rock star. It's GovBuds for life. Ew. They both work in the government and are buds. Yeah. For life. Is this the first time we're going to get zero points? We'll yes. see. We'll certainly see. <laughs> I, hope, I hope we can bounce back here. <laughs> Uh, Haley, your like second question. In the realm with Twin Peaks. But Whilst in Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. Leslie is meeting with a bunch of different senators and congressfolk. And while she's in one of these meetings, she says, hey, should we go on this walking tour that starts in 15 minutes? What is that walking tour? I don't know. I can tell you what walking tour April references later. What's that one? The rain gutters, historical rain gutters of Washington. Very good. And right before this, she references the tour that Leslie said. So this tour is mentioned twice. That's hilarious. <laughs> I don't remember that part. Um, like, let's go on a walking tour of government buildings. Sean, your chance to steal. They go on a walking tour of National Park birdhouses, museums, and the government. Yes. <laughs> National Park birdhouses. Museums. Oh, museums, yes. Yeah. No, the correct answer is historical lampposts of D.C. Okay, and then I'm the reference... so mad, guys, because I was going to say lampposts. No, you weren't. Yes, I was. I freaking was. Why? Why didn't you say it? Because April talks. She's like, look at that lamppost. Is it this? And then Leslie's like, no, that one was put in in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but I just thought she was pulling that out of her ass. I didn't realize that was what they talked about earlier. Why do I keep knowing the answer but not wanting to, to say it? I don't know. We're going to get zero, Sean. <laughs> yep. All right, Sean, your third question, hopefully. You can get it right. Senators Cory Booker and Orrin Hatch have a Polynesian folk band. What is the name of that band? God dang. That was one of my favorite scenes because I thought <laughs> Cory Booker did a... Both of them did a really good job Yeah, they acting. were funny. Yeah, they were They were all about the scene. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, Their band name? It was something stupid and they were looking at each other like, yeah... <laughs> Leslie and April. Oh, man. But Le- April, April was very excited to see going. the show. Yeah, oh. she's going to go to the show. It's $8 oh. if you buy it now. $10 at the door. Fiscal something. <laughs> Fiscal something. They did a really good job. Um, gosh, I don't know. It was the, the name of their band was the... Book your hatches today. <laughs> yeah. Love the creativity. Zero points for execution. <laughs> Haley. I believe it was across the aisle. That is correct. Across the aisle spelled like Isle S- of Dogs. I mean, I-S-L-E. Yes. Man, that was hard. Isle spelled S-I. Because it's Isle like the island because Polynesian, but also like the Isle political. And then they're both like stoked about their name. Brilliant. Well, now, Haley, you have a chance to put yeah, this one I away. I kind of we got this point now. I know. I we were really going in solitude with the zero Well, points. maybe you'll snap back. Maybe I'll get negative reality. zero on Mom's this spaghetti. One. You might. Yeah. Negative zero would still give you one point for it. You know what? I meant to say negative one. <laughs> we'll take the negative I meant zero, negative right? one bringing me back to zero. I see. I see. I see. Yeah. You meant to say so many things this trivia. <laughs> see, <laughs> tonight's not the night. Uh, who are you, Dexter? 
I knew you were going to fucking say Yeah. That. All right, Haley, your third question. <laughs> Craig says that he gives April a reference. Mm-hmm. Who does he compare her to? Mary J. Blige. That is correct. Haley getting an answer right on the first try. I'm disappointed in her. Thought we could have kept the streak going, but that would have given Sean the chance to steal. Did you know that one, Sean? Now that you said it, I probably would have, I wouldn't have remembered. I almost didn't remember. But then him and Donna fist bump. And I was like, oh yeah, that's right. That is correct. Then he invites her to dinner and she declines. Yeah. And then and Gary says, invites her to dinner. He says respect. <laughs> <laughs> or he she says some, he has plans. Yeah, Gary, <laughs> Gary immediately invites him and he says, I have plans. Wonderful. Well, Sean, you're down five to three in trivia, but you're up one to zero in our hearts. What happened this episode? This episode was pretty simple. Not much. It was just April doesn't want to uh, work in the government anymore. And so, but that she's afraid to tell Leslie. And so their time was absent from this episode. So Ben, uh, Ron, and Andy are going to be April's search firm for her new occupation. Um, I wish I had one of these because I am in the same boat as April and I just need people to figure out what my best qualities are and figure out what I want to do with, with the rest of my life. But uh, You got to go to one of those places. Yeah, go to a youth... What is that? Youth for no, America? No, he doesn't want to go there. I don't. I want my friends to do it, like April's oh, friends. Oh, sorry. Okay. Well, but well, we but can, we one put of a April's together friends brought her to that place as a means by to help her. No, yeah. but behind her back, three yeah, of her other yeah, friends. yeah, yeah, yeah. They were really working. Yeah, three of her other friends found a job she didn't want. <laughs> but she would have probably been interested had she not found this other. But thing. she's afraid because Leslie is Leslie. We all know how Leslie is. Um. You have to do everything. You have to run your life according to the way Leslie wants it to be ran. Um, so April was too afraid to tell her. I think she was going to tell Leslie at the airport. They're going to Washington to do some stuff with the National Park stuff. Uh, but Leslie asked April, hey, we got we got 26 minutes until we have to board this flight. What do you want to talk about? April's like, I don't know. But then Leslie's like, let's talk about your future. And so April's like, okay, this is the time. Yes, let's talk about my future. And then Leslie goes off about how she's been thinking about um, Leslie. No, Leslie's. April's future. April's future. She pulls out a binder that she has ready for such a conversation that uh, is a five-year plan. It's a five-year plan because um, Leslie eventually gets offered a new job in D.C. And so <laughs> while they're after they meet with some senators, I can't remember all the senators. Yeah, there were like several. Booker, she met with a lot John of people. John McCain was there. And I was like, ooh. I was like, he was alive in 2017, right? Because I think they're in 2017 in the show. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah, I think he died in 2018. We'll confirm okay, I was like, so. so I was like, oh, man, that would have been weird if he had died. The year before. Yeah, 2018 for you, Sean. Not weird. Yeah, but a smattering, a smorgasbord of senators in this episode. You mentioned John McCain. We've got Barbara Boxer from California. Madeline Albright, who was the first female secretary of state for the U.S. Obviously, Cory Booker and Orrin Hatch. The New Jersey and Utah team, the Utah Jazz, having their Polynesian folk band across the aisle. And Senator Kirsten Gillibrand from New York, who Leslie has already written her inscription for in her own book. And all yeah. she has to do is sign. And the lady's like, yeah, I'm not going to uh, add so anything. so inspiring. Taking oh, the legwork out, yeah. I love you. Yeah, she said, you are my inspiration, my muse. To Leslie. So yeah, eventually, whoever Randy is, Randy's the guy going around with April and Leslie, uh, oh, yeah. offers Leslie a new job in D.C., and so when uh, Leslie and April are sitting out at a park bench, Leslie's going to take this job. She's got She doesn't oh, yeah. contemplate it at all. She's like, I'm going to take this job. Ben is going to run for Congress. Uh, it's actually a great life. The quote of the episode is, oh, okay. is <laughs> Leslie here when she learns that she's going to get this job where she reaches out to a random woman walking by 
and says, ma'am, do you mind if I borrow your hat? I just want to throw it in the air victoriously. And the ma'am, the ma'am, the woman walks. <laughs> the ma'am. The ma'am walks away. She says furious. no. Yeah, she's, she said, no. she's flustered and says, please. Please, Leslie, leave me alone. Well, she, she knows her she name. She doesn't know her name. Oh, no, she doesn't know her name. She's just freaked out by her. She doesn't know her name. I was gonna just, <laughs> I was trying to do the, where everybody knows your name, but it just didn't come out right <laughs> at all. I don't know what happened. You gave it your all, though. That's all that matters. That's I what I did. I gave it 12%. Yeah. That's the, um, they don't go on their walking tour with the lampposts. Nope. But at a new, at a new bench, April's freaking out because she's trying to, she's still trying to gather the carriage. To tell Leslie that she don't want to work in the government no more. Uh, and so Leslie has a brand new binder with a new five-year plan for April. Since uh, April can now take Leslie's current job now that Leslie's moving on up. She hands binder- it to April and April's like, <laughs> ugh. Not, really, not that gr- grossed out, but she's just like, Leslie, it's warm. How? Yeah. Leslie has she, a... Uh, she, a binder maker on her at all times, I guess. She said she has one on retainer in DC, but like she doesn't go to DC that often. So why does she need one on retainer there? That's pretty silly. She goes to DC more often than I do, though, as I have never been. Me either. Ooh. Um, and all of this, this new binder stuff, the plans Leslie are making is too much. So April finally blurted out that she quit. She doesn't want to work in government anymore. And that Andy, Ron, and uh, Ben Ben are currently looking for a, a new job for her right now. And <laughs> and Les is like, what Ben? And like, my husband Ben? Ben Wyatt? Like, <laughs> dead to me. We had a good run. <laughs> we had a good run. <laughs> um, and so speaking of those three, they're going around looking for a job. First, they go to um, where they go to first. They well, first it's Ben and Andy, and they go to Ron's company. Oh yeah, and they're like, good. "Is there a job for her here?" And um, so Ron sits down with them, and the three of them talking like they because Andy has the little balled up paper of things April's good at, um, but the job would just be too boring. And we we learned that Ron has siblings in the final season of the Don show. Don Swanson. Uh, they met Don. Um, he's like, yeah, and this is my only brother. And there's two other guys that stand and have a mustache like Ron, and he waves them off, so they leave. Uh, now, Sean, later- you might not remember this, but way back in season two, episode 10, I don't remember. Ron confides in Leslie that he has two brothers, at least two brothers. And you'd think Leslie would retain this information for forever well, and mention it to Ben at some point. But the thing is, yes, Leslie would absolutely retain this information forever. Did you notice? But Ben wasn't in the show in season two yet when this happened. So, like, why is Leslie going to talk to him about it? Yeah, so they determined that this job is at very very good ink would not be uh, suitable for April. Pretty boring. Uh, they did tell Ron that, <laughs> oh, tell Don that Ron worked for the government. And Don was like, you work for the government? <laughs> so like, they We're don't good. share information with each other. And Ron ended the conversation. There's people. also a deleted scene where they're going through the list piece by piece about uh, very good ink. And Andy says, what are the sock options? Like, does she get to, does she bring her own socks or are socks provided for her or what? And then Ben goes, I think she means stock options. And Andy's like, stock options? And you think he's going to be like, what is that? Then he's like, it's a privately held company, Ben. And then Ron makes a face like, yeah. <laughs> um, is it called Very Good Ink or is it called Very Good Build Daddy? I don't like, remember I thought it has like a building in the because isn't his whole thing that he wants people to know what the company is, so he named it a, an apt name. It's the Very Good Building and Development Co. There it is. So you're both kind of right. 
I just thought building was it. So then they, Ben gets the idea to go to the accounting firm that he has quit on five, six times now. I don't remember. Um, and the Countless guy, times. But the I'm guy sh- who loves Ben is still, well, both of them are still there. They were like enemies. Oh, I friends. didn't see the frenemy guy. Um, he was, he didn't say much, but he was, he, when they got introduced into the episode, they were walking together. Um, mm, okay. And he got, the other guy got super excited to see Ben. Um, they sit with him, uh, and they tell, tell about April, but April doesn't have like a resume really. She has a picture of, does she have a picture of? Alf. Alf. Why wasn't that trivia? Um, well, cause oh, I knew you'd it. get it. <laughs> um, and so they decide, they being Ben, Ron, and Andy, we got to make uh, April's resume and portfolio. And they need help making photocopies. And they're like, oh, no, who can do that? Don't say it. Don't say it. And, it's, it's, of course, it's Gary. And he does a Gary great job. Gary. Um, also, collated. they had... So, yes, they were collated. There was a lot of material that they were bringing to these people to talk about April. I'm like, if someone... Well, it's Ben, so like they love Ben. But if I was interviewing people and someone was like, "Here, my friend's great. Here's a video and a slideshow and these collated copies and a binder," I'd be like, "You need to back off. This is too much." <laughs> too much. Um. And so yeah, Donna and Craig and Gary helped put together April's portfolio. Uh, Jer- Gary had a great time with the staples, I believe, because uh, he used. Maybe he messed up or something. I don't know. He had to pull him out and redo it. Uh, and so they got the perfect April resume and they have these hologram phones that you can just swipe <laughs> and swipe through the resume with. Um, but it turns out that ap- after Leslie walked out on April from the park bench, after she admitted that she didn't want to work in the government, they came back, they sat by a fountain. April had Leslie turn around uh, Leslie was going to apologize, but then Leslie, but April started first telling her uh, that she loves Leslie and thanks her for putting her in this position. And um, then they got all sappy. She gave her a hug. But then uh, when it was time for Leslie to turn back around, she said she was going to transform her into a sea urchin or something like that. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then they, how did they, but Leslie says, oh, I know someone. That uh, can help you find what you want to do. Mm-hmm. So they go see this lady who's like a career advisor. And they meet off screen. But when the screen comes back on, April's like, I know what I want to do. And Leslie's like, oh, what is it? I'm like, I want to do that girl's job that just I just talked to. <laughs> um, and she likes it because it's one-on-one. She gets to tell people what they want to do. She gets to kind of be her own boss in some ways. It's creative problem solving. And after she talks to them once, she never has to see them again and she sends them away. So that is right up April's alley. Um, it's just like a foundation or something. I don't remember the name. Um, and so, yeah. And so uh, April calls. Who does she call? She called Ben or Andy? She calls Ben. She calls Ben. He's like mid-sentence and he's like, wait, or no, the other guy, the accountant guy is mid-sentence. He's like, man, if you're going through all this effort, she must be good. I, I'll yeah. blah, oh, blah, and I Ben's like, wait, wait, wait. I skipped that Andy, Andy did not trust oh, the uh, portfolio man. resume making. Uh, he said he wanted to go the extra mile. And this did not include, he mentioned earlier, like breaking in uh, to wherever. To her college and college. <laughs> changing yeah. her. Uh, changing her major to econ. And then on his way <laughs> out, he sees the most the yeah, most right. complicated math problem ever solves and it <laughs> solves it x equals y of course x equals y. <laughs> someone gives him a trophy the, when they turn around he's gone well the professor yeah the professor comes on he said i've been working on that problem for 50 years <laughs> and this is his fantasy for so long and ben's just looking at him like why why is this the fantasy you don't he even gets, want the trophy in there he gets the math trophy <laughs> <laughs> also like that's the epitome uh, is a trophy, you know? yeah, not a degree, but a, uh, a trophy. <laughs> Here, the cheat have a trophy. <laughs> yes, home store. Um, and so <laughs> he uh, 
So Andy gets the bright idea to go to the accounting guy as he's walking to his car in the middle of the night. And he pops up from another car with a uh, cutout of April's face, but with the eyes cut out so he can see. <laughs> and he has a bunch of fireworks on him and firecrackers. And he's like, hire. He says, the man he says like, well, he, yeah, he jumps out and he's like, I'm April Ludgate and my talent is explosive. And he's like shooting off all the fireworks. And throws one in the car, and the car is damaged now. The guy's like, my car. So now the reason why Ben and Ron are trying to make it up to him and show that uh, April's still a great candidate. They kept Andy out of the room. Yeah, they were not allowed to go. Uh, but then uh, April calls Ben, says, hey, I found out what I want to do. And so, because the guy was feeling April, uh, not feeling, but he was like, oh, all right, she might. She, the way y'all are making her sound, she might be pretty good. Go ahead and bring her in. Uh, but then right then April uh, Ben gets a call and says alright she doesn't want this job so it was just He's like, like when, oh no <laughs> it was just face. like when Ben kept leaving them and now Ron's like well this is awkward and yeah I do like that Ron called that out <laughs> um, yeah and that's the end of that I also want to mention that I really like April's outfit in this episode she looks professional but also like I don't know. It's nice. She's got like a red skirt. It's kind of, you know, it's like a high-waisted skirt and then a little blouse and a cardigan over it. So it's it's not very April, but it also somehow is very April. I enjoyed it. She's growing up. I guess Ben and Leslie are getting divorced. <laughs> yeah, Ben is dead run. to Leslie. Yeah. And understandably so. That's run its course. Well, Sean, what hasn't run its course, because we haven't done it yet, it's this week's top five. I'll be caught up in the top five. <clears throat> Excuse me. Got a, little, got a little tickle in the throat there. Mm-hmm. Well, it is Sean's turn for the top five. And I watched this episode today. I, you know, I was like, you know what? I have nothing for my top five from today's episode. Like, there, there's nothing I can relate. There was nothing to five, put. For, I don't know. My favorite five senators. I don't know my, my favorite five jobs that I want because I don't favorite know any. Favorite five Polynesian folk bands. Right. Well, like, he knows right. that. So what happened in my life today? Well, today I received my first dose of the Moderna vaccine. Um, it was it was an experience because I was super happy. I didn't know I was getting vaccinated until I woke up this morning, checked my email. I was like, Hey, you're available for an appointment. Make an appointment now. And I was like, oh, wow. snap. And so I opened the appointment calendar. They said, oh, yeah, the earliest is 11.50 today. I was like, oh, snap. And so I got my uh, vaccine today. And so I'm going to give the top five things from top five things, top five experiences from getting vaccinated today. <laughs> Number five. Number five was realizing when I was available for the vaccine and I told my family, I was like, hey, I'm getting vaccinated today because my mom and dad already got their first doses. Dad may have had second dose by now. Okay. Um, and so they were super excited. It was a uh, exciting morning. I was like, oh, snap. Oh, oh, I already said, oh, snap three times already. But yeah. Um, it was that kind of day. <laughs> it was a... Um, it was a uh, joyous morning. And I was like, all right, I got to go to work, do some stuff. Uh, but when my family saw that, I texted them early in the morning once they finally got around to their phones. It was very- <laughs> oh, it's Sean. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, an, that was, it was an exciting moment, uh, full of hope and hope. Number four. Number four is leaving work. I had to tell everybody like, hey, I got to go. Um, I'm going to get vaccinated. They were like, what? I was like, yeah, see y'all later. Deuces. And so I did not have to stay there because some shit was going down at work. Um, there was a fight and 911 was called last Friday, which I wasn't there for. I was working from home. And so I did all that paperwork for the incident report. And then I tried to leave, but then there was water shooting out the side of the building because one of the water valves broke. I was like, God damn it. And so I had to go back in and they fixed it. The, luckily, the maintenance guys were around because they were the, across the parking lot. It's a skate park and they were going to power wash the skate park because there was graffiti all over it. 
So they saw that water was shooting out from my building. That's good that they're there. So I had to stay there the entire time. And then once that, once they temporarily fixed it, they were able to turn the water off while people were taking a shower. But it was only for a quick second. Turn the water off, put a cap on it, turn the water back on. Um, and then I had to go do a, a maintenance request to have that valve fixed. Then after all that, because I, I had already told everybody bye. And then as I was walking <laughs> to the car, <laughs> the water was shooting out the side. And so I had to go back upstairs and say, I'm not leaving yet. But then after all that happened, I did leave work and be like, next time you'll see me, I'll be, I'll be halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. Number three is after I got vaccinated and got home, I was so happy. And I hadn't been that happy in a while. And I was just dancing in my apartment alone. Y'all can imagine it. Mm -hmm. Um, Was I playing music? I may have been dancing to no music. No, I had music on. I had some future on. Um, Yeah, I was just, I didn't know what to do. And so I was just dancing through the living room in my hallway. And just that went on for about five minutes until I got tired. Um, Five hours. No. (laughs) And here we are now. No. Uh, and I and then I, I stood there like, when's the last time I danced? There's been a pandemic. Um, so there when was the last time you heard Teach Me How to Dougie? I don't know. So I'm waiting. Ho- hopefully I never have to hear that song again. <laughs> I was dancing, I think, today or yesterday over, maybe it was two days ago, to Joey. And then he was looking at me with such like what the hell are you doing kind of face and i was like i'm just I would dancing. never i would never he hate on did. someone for dancing no he was like you're a weirdo this is a weird dance and i was like mm-hmm. and it was to some andrew wk she was like getting real i don't real think there was any music it. i was just dancing or was there music might have been music. i can't even remember how do you little, dance to uh, andrew wk you just got a wreck shit yeah you just like Give yourself a whiplash and then uh, oh, sway think, your hair around a lot. I think actually I just hummed a song as I went down the stairs and then I hummed it over to Joey and danced to it. <laughs> I think that's what had happened. But the dancing, I haven't danced in a while and I was just, you know, I was happy and I was kind of relieved because I was like, man, I'm probably not going to get a, a vaccine dose to the end of the month. And so once it happened, um, because I got in line at, I drove by it. It was at a, at a high school football stadium in the parking lot. It was drive-by. Um, so I drove by it just to see what it would look like because it was at 11.50 and it was 11.30. And, I was like, and the line was down Parmer. I was like, maybe I should get in line now. And so I ran, got McDonald's, yeah, and then got in line. And got in line at 11.30. And I did not receive my vaccine until 1.08 p.m. So good thing good you had thing a McDonald's. Because it would have been a yeah. Good thing I ate because I was I was hungry. Um, so I was, but that didn't. But the time didn't matter to me. I was making fun of one guy who kept getting out of his car because he was impatient. But I was like, I'm in a line, and I'm happy to be in this line. Yeah, so just, I thought you'd get out of the car and dance. <laughs> Keep people entertained or in the line. Look at that man. It's like the. There's some girl just randomly dancing. She's sitting on like the fence of her house, just yes. dancing. We drove yes yesterday. Yeah, we were driving, and this girl had like a brick wall outside her house. She was probably like ten ish, oh. uh, and she was standing in bare feet, like on top of the brick wall, and she was doing like this dance. And then we turned, so we were gonna go straight, and then we turned, and then I don't know if she like suddenly got embarrassed or what, but she just immediately stopped dancing. And then we were all like. Like I gave her a thumbs up and someone else in the car was like, you know, said something. But anyway, I, I hope she got back to her dancing. I hope nobody, I think my window was, the blinds were open. So hopefully nobody was just looking at me. Oh, when you're dancing? dancing away in it's my fine. Uh, apartment. But yeah, it was the, the relief that I finally got it. There's hope on the way. We can return to some normalcy. So I was dancing my ass off, pants off, dance off. Yeah. Number two. Number two, you know I had to do it. If you get your if you get your uh vaccination, your dose, you gotta put it on the gram with your card. And I was worried. <laughs> I was worried for a second because towards after I got vaccinated, all I had was a paper. And I was like going to the end, I was like, 
Where's where's my card so I can post it? I guess I can just show this paper on Instagram. But no, I had to turn the paper in at the last stop, and he gave me a card with my name on it, with the vaccine numbers and stuff on it. I was like, yeah. And so got home because I don't do selfies, so I'm just gonna post a card. I was like, all right. So I took a picture of the card. It looked all clear. Uh, got the Instagram. I was like, I gotta put a song with it. What song will I choose? I thought briefly, but then. I chose T.I.'s What You Know because of the intro. It sounds very, like, very royal, very uh, majesty-like the intro mm-hmm. of this song. So I was like, and then What You Know About That Vaccine. Yeah, so that's the song I chose when I posted my vaccine card. And now I'm going to show off so people could be like, how'd you get it already? I was like, you got to have high blood pressure so you can be in... <laughs> no, you don't want to have high blood pressure. But no. if you got a medical condition, you can be in one B. Also, I saw a selfie of you the other day. Well, okay, that was just amongst us and playing oh, Among Us. Oh, it was us. like a... uh, and me with the with the moonshine next to her face. Mm-hmm. But I never do like selfies on Facebook or Instagram or anything like that. Gotcha. Number one. I thought Joey left. Number one, <laughs> the best thing about getting vaccinated today was seeing the volunteers. They were working so hard, especially the first guy um, that was uh, directing traffic from Palmer Lane, which backed up into the stadium parking lot. Um, he was very good at his job, and I don't think he's getting paid. Um, so shout out to all the volunteers. Everybody was super nice. Um, the, the guy, so after I got vaccinated, I had to sit in my car. I had to drive up and then sit in my car for 15 minutes. And I showed mm-hmm. him the paper because uh, it on the paper says vaccinated at 108. Um, but he was like, all right, so what time do you get to leave? And I was like, well, I got vaccinated at 108, so I guess 120. Like, what? Your paper doesn't say it. Whoever was the previous volunteer didn't do it because you're supposed to write down the time you get to leave, not the time you get vaccinated. But I oh. guess the previous volunteer wrote down the time I got vaccinated. But I did the quick math. I was like, well, it's just 123. And by the time I was at him, I was like, it's 122. I only have a minute left. It's okay. (laughs) He's like, (laughs) oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So how was it going? I was like, oh, it's going fine. I got vaccinated. Small child. But then it was only one minute. I was like, all right, see you later. (laughs) But uh, the the volunteers, they were really super cool. I appreciate all of them taking their time. I was talking with a friend. She said it only took her 40 minutes. At, and I was like, well, yeah, it, I sat in my car for 40 minutes and then sat in there for another hour. And so <laughs> it, doesn't, it wasn't that quick. But then she said, oh, they probably don't have as many volunteers because you get near it on a weekday instead of the weekend. Like, oh, oh, yeah, it could be. Uh, but yeah, thank you to all the volunteers working at the vaccination sites. Uh, can't be easy because... Uh, People, we are dumb as people, and we can get frustrated. Like the guy that was a couple cars in front of me. Um, but uh, y'all put up with a lot of stuff. It, it, it was definitely looked stressful because you know it was like a maze in the parking lot, and so trying to direct everybody to go through, fill out the paperwork, make sure everybody gets in the right line, uh, make sure everybody's telling their truthful information, didn't just show up and say, "Hey, I want a vaccine." Um, I don't know. It was just I. It was I was thankful for that they were out there helping it make the process as smooth as possible. Top five. Sean was caught up in the top five. I thought Joey was gonna harmonize with me, but he didn't. Let's try it again. Nope. You don't have One, to. One, two, three, four. Top, top five. five. <laughs> Did we do it? No. <laughs> Y'all are in my the same room. Well, he well, did know, the beat like know, we were going to do a different kind of rhythm. I didn't know Haley was going to turn it into a... <laughs> well, then why'd you go like a one, a two, like a, a one, jive two, three, song four. from the 40s. <laughs> Don't interrupt But that, that, actually, that actually segues kind of nicely into Cat Tagore. Oh, no. Cat Cat Tagore's. This isn't explicitly stated in this episode, but Orrin Hatch has actually written quite a few songs. Senator Orrin Hatch has written quite a few songs for a number of different artists, including Gladys Knight, who NBA fans might have recognized as last year's, last year's, as this week's national anthem singer for the NBA All-Star Game, who somehow took 
a combined 47 seconds to finish the last two lines of the song and held the notes for so long that she had to stop and give a woo and then continue with the next line, which is fantastic. Well done, Gladys. But as you may know, Gladys Knight, of course, one of the Motown artists. And so I thought for categories, why not do Motown groups, Motown artists? Haley, you can start with who we were just talking about. Okay, Gladys Knight. Very good. Jack's five. The Contours. I'm out. They sing, Do You Love Me? Haley, you know at least I two don't artists. I really... I know at least two artists? At least two Motown artists. I guess I just don't really know what Motown encompasses. It's from the 50s and 60s and a little bit of the 70s. So it's Barry anyone Gordy. from the 50s and 60s? No. I guess we could try and spread it out. No, that's too. That's too much. Okay. That was categories. Cat categories. I'm glad that you lost because I would have been embarrassing and lost on the next round. <laughs> See? Perfect. <laughs> Sean did a good job with Jackson 5. I thought so. I thought you'd at least know the Supremes. I mean, yeah, I know the Supremes. Or Diana Ross, who was yeah. also a Motown artist, separately from the Supremes. So I know both of those artists, but that's the thing is I don't really... Joey, I don't know why you always put us in a situation where you think I'm going to know what the names of either songs or bands are when you should know by now that I will not. Also the Temptations. Yeah, that makes sense. thought you'd get Martha and the Vandellas. Why don't you get all these things instead right now without reading your phone? The Isley Brothers, Eddie Holland, David Ruffin, Jimmy Ruffin. I don't know everyone. The Ruffins can't be separate. The Drifters. Sure they can. <laughs> Actually, I don't even know if the Drifters were on Motown. Probably not. Uh, can you read us what is a definition of Motown? Edwin Starr, who sings War. It's what a is a good company. one? Yeah, Motown's oh, American just a record, record label. Company? Yeah. Oh, my God. But there's like the Motown sound, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I know. Clearly, I'm the one that knows. <laughs> yeah, you're the one that knows. Well, a fun little cat to Gories. Yep. Drop Jack some Prescott of our favorite Motown paid. tunes in there. Oh, yes. Sean's quarterback getting paid. Yeah. Now, hopefully, his leg don't. It's really all any of us can hope for in life is to have our leg not destroy itself i just made a twitter to uh to uh promote my uh my streaming channel Ooh! and it was quite the time to join twitter because i'm guessing y'all saw the interview with oprah and megan and harry saw of it yeah i haven't watched it but i saw some comments about it well, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm in the same book. I didn't I didn't watch it because the All Star Game was on, but uh, which I know it's a bad trade off. Like, anyways, I'm a sports guy, um, but I was on Twitter, uh, and Twitter was on fire with uh, with the uh, tidbits and reactions to the interview. Which, yes, man, the UK is hella racist because that was what they were talking about. They were giving Megan such a hard time and there's only one reason why because she's not fully white she's only she's half like they didn't even give her credit for half they was like nope she black we're gonna be give her the worst time ever and so she had a sit down with oprah which i think i hadn't seen oprah in a while and so and the fact that she did a great job like i thought she had been out the game for a while she just came back and knew what she was doing um, oh, oprah's a fantastic interviewer yeah, like she I really kinda, has her shit together. Yeah, both with the questions and the facial expressions. She I was can really reading, draw out some good answers. Yeah, I was reading something about Oprah recently, and it was talking about how, like, she termed what was basic. She turned what was basically sort of like an everyday, almost like smut sort of TV show. Not really, not smut, but like the equivalent of like the Maury show, where it was just kind of like trash TV. She turned what started as that into the empire that her show became, and she's the one that did that. Like, she's a baller. Baller. Baller billionaire Oprah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, some of the, I, I was kind of, you know, saying it, joking earlier. But yeah, uh, <laughs> Megan had to deal with some shit uh, through, with the royal family, especially we know how the tabloids over there act. Although if you don't know, they are out of control. Um, so much so that it got 
Henry's mom uh, killed in a car crash, car crash uh, when we were children. So I remember hearing about it. I just didn't know um, much about Princess Di other than she was a princess. Yes. Um, I did not know she existed until the moment she died. I remember yeah. that that moment, though. I remember my mom being upset about it. I was like, what's the, what's the go good? What's the big deal about her? And she's like, you know, she was an inspiring young woman who mm. tragically died. I was like, oh, OK. Um, we were. But at, yeah, I, we were at like a, my mom's co-worker's house because he was having a barbecue and had invited a bunch of co-workers. And I was in the bathroom and walked out and there was like a lady waiting for the bathroom behind me who was sitting on the bed crying. And I was like, um, what? What's going on? And she's like, Princess Di died. And I was like, oh, am I supposed to know what that means? Then I like walked out and a bunch of other people were like upset and or crying. And I was just like, this is the weirdest. Like we're, this was supposed to be a fun barbecue. I just did not know what was going on or how, what to do now because I was I went into the bath. Everything was fine. I went into the bathroom. I came out. The vibe in the entire party had shifted, and people were in tears. Like, yeah, it's pretty crazy. I remember we, uh, my sister and I turned on uh, Saturday Night Live to watch it. Although I was actually just looking this up recently, it was like a month before uh, Saturday Night Live started its season that year. But apparently, my sister and I were like Saturday Night. Let's pop on NBC, see what's going on. Thought it was a sketch for like seven minutes of what was going on. And then we were like, wait, this isn't funny. This is, oh, this is real news. And yeah. it was just, yeah, it was like, like you, Sean. I was like, I don't really know who Princess Di is. I was also yeah. nine at that point. Not even not even nine yet. Just had turned nine, something like that. So wild, wild stuff. So yeah, the, the UK monarchy is spiraling out of control. Uh, according to Twitter, <laughs> just because Megan admitted some things saying like uh, someone told Harry that they were concerned of uh, the skin color of Charlie, her baby, what the what the skin color would be. And that got Oprah all upset. She couldn't believe it. Stopped the interviews like what? Um, she was like, and who said? But Megan didn't want to say uh, who said it. Because it was uh, everyone. It was. <laughs> A, probably everyone, but B, uh, it would severely damage them. Yeah. Told that to Harry. Um, some other things I'm trying to remember that I saw on Twitter. That was the the part that I was reading. Was talking. That was about the that. biggest one. Um, the fact that uh, Harry hasn't, his dad doesn't answer the phone whenever Harry calls. The family um, wasn't helping. Didn't offer any support when Megan was suicidal. No help at all. Uh, they didn't try to help. They can they can control. They're the monarchy. They can kind of. They don't have like any political uh, weight, but as far as like you know the tabloids, they certainly can uh, help direct that. But no, they just let let them right. Abuse the hell they out have of Megan. some sway, and they could right. have used it, but chose not to. Um. It just, it was bad. It was it was really bad. Um, and then, so they, and we found out that when they moved to America, they were getting help from Tyler Perry. They were getting more help from Tyler <laughs> Perry than their family. Like, what in the world? Um, and then I saw another tweet, like, imagine uh, moving to America, because America is less racist. So I was like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, bro. That's how bad they had it over there. So the UK... Of course, some people, this was apparent. You could see the way that the tabloids uh, were portraying Megan because they would do side-by-sides of the same tabloids with Kate um, versus Megan over the same situations. And it was just, it was dumb. It was obvious. Like, why they, they're not even trying to hide the racism. Um, but then <laughs> Burger King in the UK said, hold my beer. And so, <laughs> so today we're recording is, is National International Women's Day, um, and so Burger King to celebrate women, they had a series of tweets, and they let off with the wrong tweet. Um, <laughs> so their first tweet said, "Women belong in the kitchen." 
And we were, we were like, what? <laughs> so that was supposed to grab your attention, I guess. It was just like, what, what are y'all talking about? Like, uh, man, the UK is really foul or something. Um, but then the next tweet, <laughs> if they want to, of course. <laughs> mm, okay. Yet only 20% of chefs are women. So they tried to change it. Uh, we're well, on a maybe this was like their plan the whole time, but like they waited so long in between. I don't know. Just you gotta, you can't very, you can't. I mean, it seems you, like it you, got you, everybody's you attention. But people are no, but oh, yeah, the rest of the rest of the tweets are like lose all credibility now. Like it doesn't, right? It doesn't matter. Like they're so they're trying to do something. There's like a scholarship or something. We're on a mission to change the gender ratio. In the restaurant industry, by empowering female employees with the opportunity to pursue a culinary career, we are proud to be launching a new scholarship program, which will help female Burger King employees pursue their culinary dreams. It sounds like a great cause, but they could have went about yeah. it a whole different way. <laughs> if they would have just said, "Have you ever heard women belong in the kitchen?" You know, just like starting that sentence off a little bit different, they could have had a whole different conversation. Or just not have it. They just could have said. Yeah, they didn't need to have it. Only they could have said only twenty percent of chefs are women. Yeah, then, but then mm-hmm. people would have been like, oh, "Just another Women's Day, International Women's Day quote." You know what they did? Like, I understand. I can I can see why they would have thought that that might have been a more interesting way to start it. But yeah, definitely a strange place to start like with no other context. They have good intent, but they need a new social media man, uh, person immediately because that is, oh man. Now they're in a, yeah. Like, well, that's it. an Nobody's idea that you like, you throw at the wall and then you're like, wait, wait a second. This isn't the best we can come like, up with. I'm going to, okay, as someone who has done social media management, I'm, I'm certain this was not the social media manager. This was like a group of probably white dudes that yeah. are higher <laughs> up that had, there's actually a very funny, I'm blanking on the name, but we can drop it in the show notes. There's a very funny Twitter uh, video, a tweet with a video in it of this guy who's uh basically simulating like here's how the conversation went down and it's him talking to himself about it and he's he the first guy says like oh you know like we're gonna honor women with the scholarship and the guy's like great let's tweet let's tweet that and he's like or how about this we tweet with women belong in the kitchen and then he just pauses for like 10 seconds and he's like and then i'll write everything that you just said in a separate tweet he's like oh of course everyone will understand that long pause is just for effect and they you know they'll go read the comments and everything like that it's fantastic the video not not also like well i don't know what did or didn't happen in that room but like maybe ask a woman how how this media plan would uh, goes down but that's also probably why the delay took so long. Like, if it's just one person controlling it, that tweet's deleted, like, immediately, as soon as they see the backlash. But instead, social media manager's probably like, uh, hey, uh, hey, everyone, things are going down here. And that tweet not that they put out way. that was an apology tweet, not in a good way going down. The tweet that they put out after the fact that was, like, two hours later. Twelve hours later? Two to 12 hours later. The first tweet was 12 hours before the second tweet? No, no, no. The thread was all in like the same-ish amount of time, but then they put out an apology like... Sorry, that I'm was a weird now, way Several to hours later. Yeah. Yeah, and, the apology yeah. came a lot later because they were all like, what do you... what?" Because they apparently couldn't see what was wrong with their tweet. Right. Or the way it was structured because it was like, we're off in a scholarship. What are you talking about? What's wrong? Like, no, nah, man, like... That first tweet, though, <laughs> can't you be out here? Well, welcome to Twitter, Sean. This is just yeah. Monday. <laughs> just Monday on Twitter. I can't wait till you start seeing something trending for an inexplicable reason, which happens. Probably I don't know least... how to find trending things on my phone. I don't know what a trending button is. We'll I think if you if you search, offline. yeah, I think if you search, if you just hit the search bar, it'll have this trending stuff. Oh, out. yeah, there it is. Okay. All right. You're right. You're right. Oh, that Recycle was for nature. Next oh, week no. on Sean Learns Twitter. No, uh, <laughs> The Bachelor's trending right now. But like, I don't. Makes sense. So it's everything just 
promoted because there's so much stuff. I'm like, I didn't, I don't follow this. And it's like, oh, promoted. I was like, well, unpromoted. How you demote these? I tweets? mean, that's every social media now. I was on Facebook earlier today, and every like third thing as I scrolled through was a promotion. I mean, Dr. Seuss, fucking, uh, they they decided not to release. So stop printing six of their own books. They made their own decision. And then <laughs> right-wing folks took it and ran away. I'm like, what? Y'all ain't even read these books that they're not even printing anymore. Yeah, it's like the least popular Doctor Yeah, it's not, it's not Green Eggs and Ham. I mean, like, it's it's like... And then I saw, like, a reason why one of the books is canceled. I was like, oh, yeah, they need to cancel that. <laughs> it was bad. Um... But yeah, I was like, they did this on their own, and like y'all are just like, oh, so you cancel cancel culture strikes again? I'm like, why did they even announce that they were going to stop? They knew what this yeah, was going to happen. Yeah, just stop doing it. Well, and I guess Disney is like pulling a bunch of their movies and stuff, and people are, yeah. I saw that someone was saying some movies got pulled from Disney Plus, and then. The person that I saw who posted it was like, hey, we should actually leave these movies up because they're a good learning tool because you can look at it and you can say this is an example of like this negative thing. I they like, pull them? Oh. I thought they just put like a disclaimer. Um, what I From what I understood from what I read, it sounded like they had pulled a few movies off. Maybe they put disclaimers on other ones. I think I saw Aristocat. Cats, Dumbo, and um, uh, Dumbo's rough. What's the other one I saw that was pulled? I think it was like it's heavy, yeah. Uh, not Peter Pan, maybe Peter Pan. I don't know, I can't remember. There was a third one, but it's real cute when Dumbo tucks that little baby elephant in. No, when the mama tucks yeah. Dumbo in, sorry, 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 the mama, yeah, yeah, that <laughs> part <laughs> quite a few is so sweet, very sweet, very sweet. That's the only. That's the only sweet part of the whole movie. Yeah. The movie is rough. And then Bambi the movie's rough. gets shot. Um, Sean. Bambi doesn't get shot. You're going to try to guess. That's the remix. remake. Sean, you're going to try to guess the next episode. It's a new installment. For just this week, we're going to give it a shot. It's called we're going to see Sean how you do it. Sean guesses left. the shit. <laughs> Sean guesses the... What is the this shit. The, oh, okay. Sean how many episodes have we got left? Now we got to have an explicit warning. We've got five episodes left, Sean. Okay. Holy moly. I know. Well, plus the reunion episode, which we'll do. So we have six episodes left, Sean. We'll probably do some sort of like final recap. So seven moly. episodes left, Sean. I hope you're excited. I hope you're ready. And please just make a good guess this time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next episode is called Pie Mary. Go. It's what? How am I supposed to make a good guess? What's pie Mary? That's what I was thinking. That's gonna make a pie. They're gonna throw it in the air instead of saying Hail Mary. They're gonna say pie, <laughs> pie Mary, and then Andy's gonna catch it and like he's playing for the Colts and do a touchdown dance and spike the pie. And they were supposed to eat it. There you go. I believe it's a take on primary, but with pies involved. Mean? Like an election, like a primary election. Oh, primary. So we'll we'll see all about that. It could be about primary numbers or colors. Unclear. No, it's prime numbers, primary colors, prime numbers. And now my time's up. So thank you for listening. Hope it was as fun listening as it was talking for us. And I hope your listening went more smoothly than that sentence just did. But before we go, we've got to give a big HB, big ass H, skinny A, two skinny P's with the top the, the second p under the other p and then a skinny y and then a big ass b for Haley because it's a happy birthday turning the big two one mm-hmm. so this whole time we've had this show for years i've been <laughs> illegally drinking that's what we're that's what we're going with Huh. <laughs> Strange choice for our podcast. But yes, Da-da-da-da. by the time this airs, I will have had a birthday. Very exciting. Lots of Trace Leches planned. Oh. As well as other I didn't know that. birthday bonanzas. I'm going to be 30. It's wild. How do you feel about it? It's interesting. Um. Yeah. I mean, I could talk about it, but. I had a good 30, age 30 year. So 
Just, you know, throwing that out there. Yeah. You could have a good age 30 year. I plan to. Don't ask me about 31 and beyond. But good age 30, <laughs> great. 30, that was a good one. All right, well, here we go then. Please rate, review, and subscribe to us. You're welcome to leave a review that says, this show is great and also happy birthday. We uh, read reviews. We do. We totally read them. And also they're helpful in helping other people hear our show. And as we are coming to a conclusion of Parks and Rec, oh my goodness, we, you know, we definitely want people to hear it and share it. So please rate, review, subscribe. We appreciate it. Parks and Rec. This is the end of the podcast. It's over. You don't have to listen anymore. Podcast is over now. Thanks for tuning in. Close your app. Listen to the radio. Or listen to the next episode.